The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Creator Automation Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how to build urgency and trust with your content as a creator. With us today is Jack Bourne, who is the founder and CEO of Deadline Funnel. Deadline Funnel helps digital marketers, especially course creators, to make more sales in less time through proprietary technology that assigns a unique deadline that is synchronized with email automation campaigns to create a sense of urgency for each one of your leads. And outside of being a useful tool to convert more sales, Deadline Funnel is also a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. So far for Creator Automation Week, Jack and I have talked about building urgency and trust with your marketing efforts, launches, and then limitations. We also talked about the opposite of launching, which is building your evergreen content and marketing efforts. And yesterday we talked about courses and building passive income. Today we're going to go a little deeper and talk about the process for launching and automating a creator business. All right, here's the last installment of Creator Automation Week with Jack Bourne from Deadline Funnel. Jack, happy Friday and welcome to the last episode of Creator Automation Week on the MarTech Podcast. All right, let's bring it home. I can't believe we're at the end of the road. It's gone so quickly already. I know it has. It's been fun. I'm excited about this episode. Yesterday, I felt a little selfish. We've covered a lot of ground talking about why urgency matters and how to do marketing with launches as opposed to evergreen content. Yesterday was like, hey, we want to talk about passive income generation. This whole creator economy is becoming a really big thing. I happen to be a creator. I'm thinking about creating courses. And your advice was don't create the course right off the bat, but start coaching people. Do a master class and that'll help you understand what resonates as a course. Then go create your course and use a platform before you start building a platform for course monetization. It just feels like there's so much that goes into the actual marketing of courses, whether you're a creator trying to use them to generate passive income. You could be a B2B SaaS company that's using your courses to nurture your leads. But there's so much that goes into it between launch announcements, your marketing automation, obviously deadlines, something central to deadline funnels. Walk me through some of the ways that you're creating your courses and some more of the marketing operations. How do you figure out what you need to do to actually get a course up and out? So over the past few days, you and I have talked several times about the importance of starting at the bottom of the funnel. And then yesterday we talked about the importance of 
starting with a high touch type of experience so that you're really getting feedback from your audience. But the other reason that we didn't mention yesterday is that it really simplifies your initial marketing efforts. You know, you don't have to create an elaborate email follow-up sequence in order for you to be able to fill up your first class if it's five people or 10 people, okay? You could probably, if you had an audience or could reach an audience of podcasters, you could probably send out one or two emails and say, hey, I'm thinking about sharing everything that I know about creating this super successful business off the back of having a podcast. If you're interested, click here and fill out the survey. So it's really not that complex when you're first starting out if you follow the steps that you and I have talked about. But as you start taking those learnings and packaging them up into a course, eventually you're going to want to start to think about, okay, as I'm bringing people in and they're opting in for a lead magnet, let's say, and they're going through this email sequence, how am I going to bridge them over to making this purchase? And again, it really depends on whether you're targeting the bottom of the funnel initially, which is what I recommend, or if you're reaching out more to the top of the funnel and there's a longer distance for you to bring them in order to become a customer. So again, I would recommend staying close to the bottom of the funnel initially when you first release your course. It just simplifies things and you're going after the portion of your audience that is already interested. They've already identified that they have this pain and you're probably the one that can solve it. And so now it's just a matter of showing them case studies, developing some proof, making them a very attractive offer and having a deadline. So what I would start with, again, we talked yesterday about doing things that don't scale and we talked about launches. I would recommend putting together a relatively simplified launch that might span four or five days, ends with a deadline. From there, what I would do is as you start to reach out to the middle of the funnel and say the top of the funnel with different types of content, different types of messaging, what I would do is I would start to bring people into your email follow-up sequences and again, develop no like, and trust and don't initially go for you know bringing them straight into an offer. But what I would do is if someone is at, say, the upper end of the funnel, what I would do is as they're going through um, some automated emails, I would have links to other content that is related to the course that you have. For example, if I'm on your list using you as the example, and you said, hey, by the way, I've written this blog post on the seven mistakes most podcasters make that cost them a lot of revenue. If I click on that link, what I would do is I would tag that person in my CRM to go into that sequence that might lead to the course, or I might bring them over to a signup form. Hey, when we relaunch this group coaching program, are you interested? And so that would bring them into signing up for an early bird waitlist for that course. So what we're talking about is email automation and segmentation based on their behavior. So as you expand out from the bottom of the funnel to the middle of the funnel to the top of the funnel, what you want to do is you want to use more content and use behavior-based triggers to bring people further into your funnel so that, oh, okay, based on this click, based on watching this webinar replay, whatever it may be, even if that's pure content, let's go ahead and bring them into the next stage of the funnel, which might be that automated sequence that ends with a deadline. This is what's intimidating to me. And I think that this is why a lot of people who aren't creators are like, I don't know how to do that. So I'm just going to keep the job that I'm unhappy with. I'm just going to keep working for somebody else is I might have great ideas. I might have great knowledge. I might be able to actually create an interesting course. But when I put the course together, now I've got this digital asset that's just sitting there. 
And there are things like building in deadlines, building in your outreach templates, building in a lead magnet, creating content that starts to build awareness, building in behavioral triggers, right? All of a sudden, now I need a CRM, an email marketing tool on top of the content platform. I need to figure out what an attractive lead magnet is. That's a lot of work. So how should marketers, creators like me, who have an audience or people who are thinking about becoming creators, figure out how much time it's going to take, whether they should be doing this on their own, whether they should be using an agency. I'm sure that there are people that are out there that are creating courses for other people. You know, how do you balance or at least figure out how much effort it's going to take to create a course and make sure that it scales? Let me just say, you're asking the right questions because one of the big mistakes that I sometimes see potential creators do is that they see the end result of someone else who is, look at all this marketing automation that I have and look at the Facebook ads I have. And they think, great, I want that person's business that, by the way, took three years to get to that point. And I want to create that from day one. I want to shortcut the process. I would love to be Pat Flynn, but (laughs) Smart Passive Income's already been created. Right, exactly. And so they go about trying to come up with a custom WordPress with all the perfect plugins and set up all the marketing automation, and they're avoiding doing the most important parts. So it's really putting the cart before the horse. That's why I feel like, especially for someone like you, I think it's really, really important to focus on the bottom of the funnel, focus on activities that don't require a lot of work. So In one afternoon or less, you could have a survey set up that someone fills out. If they're interested in doing this, have a way for someone to pay you. That could be as simple as setting up a payment form on, again, Teachable, Thinkific, whatever, even if you don't deliver your course that way. And there's a lot of different payment software companies out there where you could set up a payment page, right? And then you've got Zoom. We're on Zoom right now. And so you just need a way to be able to set a schedule and then have people show up and then you teach the curriculum. So it could be as simple as that. It doesn't require a ton of preparation on the beginning. It doesn't require you to hire someone who's going to go and set up a really complex email marketing system. So if you did that one time, you would know far more than you know right now, just thinking ahead of like, how am I going to answer this? How am I going to do this? How often am I going to do the group coaching? Is it going to be group coaching? Or is it going to be a course? Is it going to be both? How am I going to price it? There's all these questions that really are starting to cloud. I think you're giving it as an example, but this would not be if it was starting to cloud your mind with doubt and just, oh, like why even start? You should try to push those doubts and concerns away and really just take the next most obvious step. And so if you take the next most obvious step, the fact is that you don't ever have to do it ever again. You might do it one time and decide this really isn't for me. And that's fine. At least you found out, right? And you got paid to find out. So you might find out that you love it and you want to do it once a quarter. And then once a quarter becomes, how do I turn this into a course that's being sold all the time? But you don't have to tackle all of these things at once. You grow your way into it, much the same way that I'm sure the business that you have now wasn't the business that initially started on day one. You've learned things as you've gone along. I come along and I take a look at all the things that you have behind the scenes. And in your mind, you may think, well, there's so much more that you could be doing. But I think, wow, you've really got your stuff together. This is a ton of things that I don't know about the podcasting business. That wasn't built on the first day. It took a while for you to get to the point where you're at. And so in the same way, you don't have to have all of the answers for where you're going to go. You just have to have the desire to, I would just run it as an experiment. Just run the experiment and see what is the simplest, easiest, most profitable experiment that I could run that if I meet on Zoom, say four or five times, 
and my clients are happy, I can decide from there the result of the experiment. Do I want to continue or do I not? So, Jack, I feel like we're getting into this area where I think that a lot of creators, whether they're currently creatives like me or thinking about being creatives, get to, which is a lack of clarity on whether they should be a creator. There's no real guidelines. There's no boss when you're a creator. There's no one telling you exactly what to do or what the right way is. So how do people get into the process of being ready to use tools like deadline funnels? Like who are the people that have created enough infrastructure where they're starting to think, okay, and now I want to put a deadline in front of people. And how long does it take someone to get there? The answer is, it's a little bit self-serving, but true. The answer is anyone who is launching their course or product or offering for the first time, I really believe should be using Deadline Funnel because it automates closing out the end of the promotion. So it's not uncommon for people to want to have a deadline at midnight. And so sometimes the deadline might be in, say, the Pacific time zone, whereas I used to live in the Eastern time zone. So you don't want to be staying up till 3 a.m. to close the thing out. You also don't want to be telling people, hey, this thing closes at midnight Pacific time. And then you wake up the next day and you realize, oh, the thing's still been open for five hours. You want to be completely honest and have integrity with what you're saying. That's a reason to use Deadline Funnel. It also does a whole lot more for your marketing that we probably don't have time to get into. But as you get involved in using our platform, we have lots of additional resources available to you that's going to open your eyes and teach you about what might come next once you decide, hey, okay, great, I did this launch and now I want to turn it into Evergreen. How exactly do I go about doing that? So it's not just about how to use our platform. It's also about how do I start thinking about my email marketing systems? How do I start thinking about taking someone from a piece of content that they read and they gave me their email address for, how do I bridge them from that piece of content all the way over to, hey, let me share with you what my offer is. How do I make sure that that timing is right? If they don't purchase, what do I do then? All of those answers and more are covered in a lot of the free training resources that we have available to people who are just testing out Deadline Funnel for the first time. It's one of the things that occurred to me this week talking to you is that you are truly an expert in the creator business. And that to me is one of the biggest booms of the economy right now is that we're seeing more and more people go from the standard W-2, J-O-B, working for a boss. People are getting a little tired of it. They either want passive income on the side or they're just saying, I want to go do something different like I did. And they're finding a way to share the knowledge that they've built and cultivated in different mediums. And so we're seeing more and more creators, for lack of a better term, being creative. And so building in education, tools, processes like Deadline Funnel has done is not only great business, it's really useful for a lot of people who are trying to figure out how to share the knowledge they have. So let me say thank you for a couple different reasons. Thank you for being a sponsor of the MarTech podcast. Thank you for sharing the knowledge of how creators and their businesses run. And thanks for supporting creators in general with your products, tools, and services. Jack, it's been a pleasure to have you as my guest. Thank you so much. It's been fun. All right. That wraps up Creator Automation Week on the MarTech podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jack Bourne, the founder and CEO of Deadline Funnel. If you'd like to get in touch with Jack, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His company's handle is Deadline Funnel, D-E-A-D-L-I-N-E-F-U-N-N-E-L. Or you can visit his company's website, which is DeadlineFunnel.com. 
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter and you can even send us your and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M A R T E C H P O D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.